to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Bryant, and I'm here with my trusty co-host, Jordan Marzon. Hello. Jordan's here to celebrate with me because this is the 100th episode of the Practical Family Podcast. yippee Kaye Kaye. <laughs> like what? How did we get to 100? One episode at a time. I was, say, I was like, <laughs> are you actually asking how we got to 100? Because I can take you back and show you the 99 steps that got us here. <laughs> yeah. But. And it's been, it's it's been a journey. It's been not the easiest, but um, I'm here to talk to you about it today. Yeah. And I told you, Jordan, before we started, I was like, okay, let's do this episode. <laughs> Let's let's just start because because that's the key. You, you just have to start, right? You yeah. can't be too afraid to just start and start imperfectly, which is going to be one of our main points here in just a second. <laughs> but I was like, okay, let's let's just start talking if it feels natural because we have a you know somewhat of a script in front of us. If it feels natural, we'll keep going. If we feel stupid, we'll back up and and go. And Jordan's like, that's how I live my life. <laughs> you just go. If you feel stupid, you back up and you start again. <laughs> great but truly hitting a hundred for me and especially as a as a a person who communicates to 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 families and mostly mothers and homeschoolers I feel the need to keep reiterating the message because I keep hearing it from all of you that it's okay to do things imperfectly at first as long as you're trying right isn't this what we're telling our kids every day you don't have to be perfect you just have to show me that you're trying Mm -hmm. And it's the moment when we stop and give up and say, okay, well, I can't do it incredibly well, so I guess I won't do it at all. <laughs> and, I mean, we can't function that way in life, I mean, in, in love, in marriage, in following Christ. Like, it's it's all one big experiment. It is. It's all trial and error, all mm-hmm. of it. Actually, this is that's a huge thing that I had to learn. Um, and the way I say it to people when... I end up hearing friends or whatever who are, who are stressed about something. Like, I need to do this. I need to do it right. I need to know that this is the right choice. And what I always say to people and the one that's stuck is, um, you're allowed a course correction. Mm-hmm. That's the way I've always said it. You're allowed a course correction. You're allowed to change directions. And you're allowed to do that more than once. Mm-hmm. Like, you're allowed pivot points in life. And so yeah. that's a huge lesson to learn that if you if – you, feel stupid recording this like I just stumbled over my words we're allowed to just stop and start again isn't (laughs) that great like podcasts are really easy way to do that but you have to do that with your whole life too sometimes it means some backpedaling Mm -hmm. but if there's not a little bit of backpedaling then you're probably not making any forward progress Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotta take it as it comes yeah take it as it comes and and I'm purposely not doing a whole lot of editing on this episode because because first of all I mean we've been doing this long enough now to be like okay there's a time for editing and then there's a time just for real real talk and this Mm. is real language right you you (laughs) want to hear from somebody who are not hyper edited people I mean we're real women we we deal with real issues and that's why I kind of shifted even the purpose of practical family to be like we're we're helping real moms with real life struggles, yeah. you know, and and we want to encourage you to to embrace your own personal gifts that God's given you and to embrace grace. And grace has everything to do with accepting that we can't do it all gr- perfectly on our own, you no, know, all the time. Technically, that's just totally impossible. Yeah. So what's the train? So what I want to walk us through today in our hundredth episode, 
what we do to start new things, new ventures, new projects, new seasons of life. And I'm going to use my experience doing this podcast as sort of a metaphor for how we can move forward in our own lives. So a little bit of background. I started podcasting in 2017. It was about two years after I started the, the blog because I started blogging Practical Family as an outlet for myself to be creative and to share what I'm learning and everything. And then I noticed that by listening to other podcasters, other communicators, that their audiences and, and women that I hung out with even too, that they were more readily able to listen to a message than to read it, right? Yeah. Because our lives are busy. You're probably doing something right now as you're listening to this. <laughs> you're you're most likely not sitting there still. And if you are, God bless you, because I wish I could sit that still. But we all have to do things while we listen and learn and, and you know, do regular life. So I noticed that society was changing. So I needed to pay attention better to to how people were behaving, how, how people were consuming information. And I thought, you know, not everybody's going to take the time to sit and read a blog article. Many yeah. do, but most prefer to listen to podcasts. True. And podcasts were becoming more and more relevant and usable for that reason. So because my main purpose is to connect with people... And more and more people were telling me, honestly, I, I feel <laughs> stupid saying this about myself, but like more and more people told me, I kid you not, I love the sound of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, weird. Gotta give the people what they want, Chen. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's that's the sweet compliment. Thank you. Should I just start reading children's books and help you put your kids to sleep? Like, is I that know, the right? kind of podcast I should start? But even when I was doing videos, like on my own Facebook page, my friends would tell me, gosh, I could listen to you talk all day. And I've just, I guess I've just got that tone of voice, right? Yeah. But honestly, hearing that a few different, um, from a few different people, encouraged me that I could maybe do this podcasting mm. thing because I, I can use something that people are already enjoying and that's for sure my natural voice I mean my kids will probably tell you that yeah. they don't always <laughs> enjoy my natural voice because it's always getting after them but they do like when I read to them so here are 10 things that I've learned after 100 episodes and again why these principles can apply to any new thing that you decide to do in life Number one, do it scared. There will always be a rough start to anything that you do that's new. You know, you'll always have a degree of self-doubt. For me, I thought, will anyone really want to listen to this? Mm -hmm. Am I, do I have anything really valuable to say? Um, I Even afraid of critics, like, oh, people yeah. just make fun of me for starting <laughs> this, and who do you think you are kind of thing. And yeah. all these thoughts go through my head, and, and I have to say them out loud because they're not... Um, uncommon thoughts to have mm -hmm. and all of those things will keep you from doing important things that need to be done we cannot wait till we don't have butterflies anymore you know mm -hmm. I hear speakers say all the time even public speaking it, they're used to doing it for, for a, a job and or a career or something and and they still get butterflies every time they go out on stage. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a real thing, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that because you can do it well that that the fear isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. Would you would you say so, Jordan? Oh, I totally agree. I think being in the performing arts a little bit, I've actually heard some of the best wisdom about the butterflies when it comes to performing that you should have them because if you don't have butterflies, it means you don't realize what's at stake. Yes actually that fear especially when you're putting yourself out in front of people 
you there is some weight to that mm-hmm. because you are representing yourself you're representing your family if you're a christian you're representing christ to the world with what you say there is some weight to that sure and sure. so you should have little baby butterflies but they should be butterflies that fly around you and not big dragon butterflies that stop you from moving in your path right 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 exactly it, it being afraid uh, of doing something new anything new is a natural feeling mm-hmm. it is it, it, it is valid okay you're you're okay but knowing that mostly everybody experiences it should give you some peace in knowing that you can move forward you can push past it and just do it do it afraid do it if your voice is shaking yeah because if you don't it won't get done (laughs) it won't get done and you'll never get to the part where you get to experience doing something well with Mm -hmm. your voice not shaking or with confidence because you've got to go through those first few reps of it being ugly. Right. There's actually a quote by Nelson Mandela that this reminded me of, and it's, courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Amen, Nelson. Mic drop. Amen. Do it scared. (laughs) Moving on. Number two, do it imperfectly. Do not wait until your project is perfect to do it. Do not wait for the good odds that it will be successful. You'll be waiting a long time. (laughs) A long time. And, And there is, of course, there's a lot to say. Of course, for those of us who like to do things well, who like to do things with excellence, that is a good thing. But what's many wise people have told me before because this is my tendency is to wait 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 till it's perfect that you know what jen your 80 percent is probably someone else's 120 percent hallelujah like all of us have this capacity to to create things and the way that we judge ourselves is often the harshest yes and so probably if you're worried about perfecting something you're probably missing all the things that you already have to offer. Like, honestly, it's taken me about a month and a half to pull the trigger on doing this episode <laughs> because I was like, it's 100. It, it's number 100, and, and I've got to do it super well. It's got to be the the culminating oh. essence of everything <laughs> I am. And it doesn't have to be that it's way. a lot of pressure know? to put on a poor little episode. Like. <laughs> pressure and we do this to ourselves guys we we put this pressure on ourselves and I tell you what mama some of your kids may be inadvertently putting that pressure on themselves as well so take notice if you have the type of child who is very eager to please and gets upset easily when they don't do something perfectly the first time practice having grace with them for them beside them hold them hug them allow them to feel that graciousness because we need to have that for ourselves as well so if you're starting a new project maybe it's a podcast or a blog or even just a new ministry do it imperfectly trial and error is often our best teacher don't be afraid to fail in small ways or in big ways because it's all going to be good for our experience so that was number two do it imperfectly number three do it faithfully keeps showing up consistently 
you will want to quit. I promise you <laughs> that <laughs> you will want to quit because that's kind of what our brains do. Like when things get hard, we go into fight or flight mode, you know, and, mm. and that's normal. So please normalize that for yourself and know that when you push against those fears to quit or the temptation to quit, fight against that and say, I will keep showing up. I will keep showing up. I will keep showing up imperfectly. I will show up scared and I will keep doing it. You know, everyone feels this way when it gets hard. Everyone does. People didn't ask me about my blog or podcast for at least three years. <laughs> like that, And that, to me, at the beginning, that was kind of a marker of my success. Like, oh, yeah, people are going to notice. And, of course, I wasn't doing it for others. But certainly I wanted to do it to reach others in a positive yeah. way. I wasn't doing it to impress anybody. And we'll talk a little bit about that later, too. But but, but I was like, come on, is, is any, does anybody take this seriously, what I'm doing? acknowledge it? Yeah, you guys yeah. do remember that I do this, right? And they're like, yeah. just nothing, no recognition for three years. No, it was it was about the three-year mark when people finally started to ask, hey, so you're you're doing that that blog thing, right? That podcasting thing? And I, I was like, yeah, yep, still doing it. Like, what would, yeah. what would you like to know about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, that people just want to make sure that, you know, it's something you're going to stick with. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it faithfully, then they're not going to take it seriously. Yep. But that doesn't mean that you stop because you don't get recognition. You mm-hmm. keep keep doing it. Keep, keep on keeping on. <laughs> and you either pivot or keep going. Or if it's really something that it's not supposed to happen anymore... I mean, that's okay too, but I'm saying don't make that the whole reason why you do it is for others to be able to recognize it and give you accolades. Yeah, you got to be holding your breath. Yeah, so your own mission has to drive you before anyone else does. So do it faithfully. Keep showing up. Number four, do it generously. Give freely at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you start a blog, that, that information, the, the content of your knowledge or your research or your message, whatever's be- behind and driving your message you have to be able to give that information generously. Don't put it behind a wall. Don't be like, oh, in order yeah. to read this article, give me your email address. No, just, just <laughs> give it Just give it there. there. There are different ways and different avenues with which we do collect email addresses. And, but that's only when you're, you're giving something a little bit more um, substantial, like you've yeah. created a tool that people can use. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, like start by just letting people try your product or 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 speak you know for free at your church or something you know it's it's okay to start in those places because Mm -hmm. you have to build trust you do you have to build trust with people or if you're if you're you know gathering folks for a good cause or or starting a baseball league or anything (laughs) that that you're doing you're putting your time into invest freely give generously so that people know that you're here not for your own personal gain you know Mm. that you're really here to show up to serve other people build your audience by offering great tidbits lists resources anything that you can find until you find what they want most. Mm -hmm. You have to keep putting yourself out there in order for people to to trust you enough to share with you their biggest needs, and then you can cater to them specifically. Like I I started out and just began speaking messages to families because I love listening to things like Focus on the Family or Family Life Today, and I was like, yes, parents need to know this, you know, that it's 
that it, they don't need to get down on themselves and how to help kids not be so anxious and things mm-hmm. like that. And I love listening to episodes like that on my favorite podcast. But then I was like, but Jen, are you going to serve families in general? Because it's kind of broad. You yeah. know, it's a very broad way to go. You can't like shoot it at everyone and ex- <laughs> expect to hit anything. You have to kind of keep your audience small or get, and I had to get my audience smaller. I kind of did it backwards to where now I speak to mostly mothers and mostly mothers who are schooling at home. Mm-hmm. And who would know that the year 2020 would bring a whole <laughs> lot mo- more mothers home than than ever before. Yeah. Um, and so this has now become, you know, a surprise to me and the audience that I would be serving. I wouldn't have gotten to know them well unless I kept on doing it. Yes. And kept pressing in and kept serving and kept uh, asking questions about what's most important to you. For sure. So number four, do it generously. Number five is do it with others. Ask anyone who's willing to be a guest or to help (laughs) you in any way. Invite others into your process. Don't expect to be the expert or put all of that pressure on yourself. For example, I asked a couple of Proverbs 31 speakers if they would consider maybe being guests on my podcast when I started out. And by, by that time, I think I had published... About eight or so episodes. I know it wasn't even a dozen, but I was like, oh, I wonder if she would consider, because I had just gone to She Speaks in in, um, the fall of 2017, and I sat in on these great workshops and connected with authors specifically who talked about families or who to serve families. And I asked Arlene Pellicane, and she's written amazing books, and she's just so, she's happy She's the happy mom. I think her podcast is even called the happy happy mom <laughs> podcast or something. And she said, yes, of course, I'd love to help you because I was new starting out. But I had already established the fact that I've published a few episodes, right? Like it's I've already got the ball rolling. She sees where this is going, yeah. maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and she was absolutely willing to accommodate me. And, and we talked about her book to parents because it was right within my audience and it fit and it was great. But I was so blessed and honored that she said yes to me mm-hmm. because she didn't have to, nope. you know, she didn't have to, but she was willing to let to be brought into my little ministry at the time. Yeah. So be willing to ask. People will come when they see that your message and heart is there because they started somewhere too. Mm. But you have to tee it up, guys. You, If you start a ministry or do anything online, you have to have the framework ready, have your website, have your mission and your purpose ready to go so that others will see and yeah. be clear about what yes. in the world you're doing, yeah. right? Because nobody wants to jump on the ambiguity train. Mm-hmm. Know where you're headed, and people will mm-hmm. follow you there. True story. And they can't follow you if you don't ask them to, and they can't help you if you don't ask them to. Yes. So the humility to be willing to ask for help and admit that not all of us are experts or can do everything all ourselves. True story. So that was number five, do it with others. Number six, do it with a team. Eventually... I got to a point where I brought on interns to help with social media, planning, email communication, guest scheduling, and that's why Jordan is sitting next to me right now. Hallelujah. My Jordan has done so much with me for Practical Family, and I, I, I'm i just blown away by how God has used you and your own gifts, but can you kind of talk about your journey a little bit? <laughs> I know. I didn't want to put you on the spot no, earlier. you're but good. Like, you're good. I think for me, this has been most surprising because I wasn't looking for something like this. Um, Jen saw me and the skills that I had and asked if I wanted to learn something. 
And I think that's the trade-off there that's important, especially at the beginning, especially if somebody's just interning for experience for you. That was the cool part is I kind of got to do something on my terms. I could learn from somebody who was doing it. And the really awesome part was I got to jump in with both feet. You know, so she showed me how to do it. And the next day I was loading podcasts online. You know what I mean? So that there is nothing quite like being able to just jump in and do it right away. And that was what she gave me to learn everything. She had spent years wading through herself. She had learned it and distilled it for me and passed it down to me in a nice shiny how-to package. And so I got so much fruit from her knowledge in exchange for just turning some stuff around for her and getting to learn how to do that. And so now I know all about the inner workings of a podcast and a blog. (laughs) And that's just so cool because now I have those skills with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Jordan has really learned a lot. I say that sort of lightly because she's also taught me a lot too. Just coming on and being able to be teachable for one, because if you're going to bring people into your process and actually train them, if they're willing to be trained in mm-hmm. doing it, because some some folks you bring on for like this this either trade work relationship or when you get to the point where you can start paying people, you want them to use the best of their skills, you know. So right away I was like, okay, Jordan, you are a great communicator. For one, can you? Thank goodness that degree got used for something. (laughs) She has a degree in communications. I didn't know this. I just observed her in public. And I was like, (laughs) I like how you do this. Um, How are you at writing? How are you at, you know, like communicating via email? So I, I had her be the liaison for me between me and other guests. I said, Mm. can you reach out to this person? and invite them to the podcast and it was wonderful to have a representative finally in that effort because first of all it took the time burden off of me you know because it takes time to write emails and to and to request things and to um uh, you know reiterate what it is that we do you know so having it finally an assistant who I trusted was good with the words (laughs) and could do that was a great blessing to me and it took a lot of things off of my plate but eventually I was like okay Jordan because you're a good communicator would you be willing to kind of co-host with me in this new series that I have an idea for and that's when strong enough was born at the beginning of 2020 Mm -hmm. little did we know how crazy 2020 would be and how much the strong enough message would be needed yeah among moms in this community Mm -hmm. so she was willing and she jumped in pretty (laughs) readily but i tell you what the first few episodes of strong enough were so rough (laughs) Yeah, maybe I shouldn't brag about that communications degree. I'm like, I've got this. So awkward to catch the cadence was yeah. was tough, but we had to do it. Yeah, and we pushed through together as a team. It wasn't just me anymore deciding, mm. okay, Jen, you're going to wake up and you're going to do this and it'll be done. It was doing it now with in a partnership. Yeah. And we have different personalities. We have different <laughs> communication styles, but we realized, whoa, these could come together pretty well, but we we do have to work on it a little yeah. bit. And it took a few instances of recording and re-recording, and finally, <laughs> we feel like comfortable enough to do this <laughs> again together. And I said, Jordan, I really want you to be on the 100th episode with me, because you just make everything fun. Ta-da! <laughs> and I'm so, so blessed to be here. So thank you for yes. seeing and for asking me those few years ago now. I really appreciate that because it's been a few years. years. Yep. 
But if you hadn't asked, then I never would have gotten the chance. We never got to do this episode. I never got to be on the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And so go ask if there's somebody you have in your mind that mm-hmm. might be able to partner with you. And this is the great thing. When it's a casual relationship starting out, you guys set the boundaries for how much you want to do, how much they want to be involved, how much that person might want to help, what the exchange might be. I'm not going to lie, Jen has bribed me with tacos before. (laughs) I'm low-hanging fruit, but you don't know until you start asking people if maybe they want to be part of something bigger that you're working on, and you might have something to pass on to them as well. It's not just you filching off of other people, so. Yes, absolutely. Whether it's a discipleship situation where, you know, you're teaching, they're learning, whether it's a, um, you know, a feedback situation, because Jordan gives me so much constructive feedback, and because (laughs) we're closer now, she can be honest, and I want her to be honest. Like, we have to develop relationships where we work toward big goals and move toward being better, right? And we can't mm-hmm. do that unless we're willing to, to let that kind of constructive criticism into our lives, right? And yep. that just makes our projects even better than before. So number six, do it with a team. Number seven, do it to serve. In my upcoming course about podcasting, which I'm going to talk about very soon here, it's super exciting, I talk about all the reasons not to start a podcast. Okay. <laughs> like I start with scaring people out of starting a podcast because you, you have to come into it with the right intentions. Selfish reasons can kind of be sneaky too, not the least of which is doing it for attention and validation. I have to to still check my heart, you guys. I have to check and make sure that if I'm not serving my people, I'm serving myself. And if you're a Christian, ask God to direct your ministry and your direction will become more clear. So for example, I went from a direction toward families to homeschooling mothers. My purpose and my mission and my niche got smaller the more that I leaned into these conversations about what moms actually needed. You've got to aim yourself in a particular direction or else nobody will know what to listen to you for. We branched off and started doing these strong enough episodes and so I found myself talking more about you know identity and validation and why moms don't feel like they're good enough moms or wives or homeschool teachers you know and we kind of just leaned into that conversation and found out so much more about what our people needed so it's been a good good journey so we've been through uh seven so far let me go back before we get to the last three uh number one do it scared number two do it imperfectly number three do it faithfully number four do it generously Number five, do it with others. Number six, do it with a team. Number seven, do it to serve. And number eight is do it with purpose. So being intentional about starting a podcast or a project or a teaching series or anything that you're getting involved in, you've got to know why you're doing it. It's like know your why, Mm -hmm. right? If we don't have a, a reason, maybe it's like we have this grand big reason, but we haven't really broken it up enough to the step-by-step process, yeah. you know? Like, you've seen how we've kind of done this before. Like, yeah. if, if an idea gets too big, <laughs> what, what do we have to start doing? <laughs> little things. The little first thing, you got to break it up into the chunks Yeah. and remember why you're even there. Mm-hmm. I listed out really great ideas around the Strong Enough episodes. And once we looked at it, we were like, 
Okay, how are we going to flesh that one out? I see I see where this one is going, but what did you mean by this, Jen? And I'm mm. like, I don't You know what? I don't remember what I meant by that. Let's let's <laughs> let's take that apart again because if it's vague, you can't make an episode out of it. Like no. what the heck are you going to talk about if you only have the idea in your mind, you yeah, know? Yeah. Some sort of application mm-hmm. and a reason and a goal that you're moving toward that purpose mm-hmm. that's pushing you as to why the people need to hear this specific thing. And it's not just like us telling you what to do either. Mm-hmm. It's like how have we learned from this? Why are we, we're talking about this particular topic because we ourselves have struggled with dot, 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 you mm-hmm. know? Um, I'm starting to talk more about um, ADHD because we're dealing with it in our home and um, I'm trying to learn more about it because I want to be successful and help my kids to be successful. And, you know, I know that it's something that, that burdens a lot of other moms too, but I would not have honed in on that particular topic if it was something that I wasn't already struggling with yes. myself, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to have a purpose. It either has to be your own personal struggle or experience or um, something that God has taught you, something that you've th- that's grown you, mm-hmm. <laughs> that has maybe changed you a little bit. And then start taking that subject and piecing it apart. Like how many different categories of this subject are relevant and why? Why mm-hmm. would someone want to hear about this? So niche it down to your topics that are most important and stick with the needs that you're hearing from your audience. Yeah. So that was eight. Do it with purpose. Number nine, do it with an open mind. Be willing to switch it up. Make things seasonal or short term. You know, the beauty of, of a, doing a topic series is that it has a beginning and it has an end. You know, <laughs> We wanted this strong enough series to begin and follow basically, it's got about around 10 mm-hmm. major points now, yes. right? And that particular series has lasted about a year, and what we're going to do with it after that is very exciting. I'll, I'll actually share that for another <laughs> for another episode. Mm-hmm. But doing, you know, taking a topic to its natural end is exciting too, because then you get to recycle and reuse the information in a lot of ways. But being open to doing things or doing short-term projects so that you don't overwhelm yourself with, oh, now I have to maintain this until the end of time, you know. You can do short-term things. Like I've thought about doing series just for a month, just like a four, a four-week series, blog series or podcast series on a particular topic, because then it's palatable for me and it's not um, overwhelming um, in terms of work. And then it's something easily consumable by people who will listen, right? So recycling content into new mediums of communication, whether it's a podcast or a blog or a social media post or a a YouTube video, which we're moving toward more now, it's good because, you know, it kind of follows the natural rhythm of our own life experiences. Our life experiences get recycled into new purposes all the time. You know, Jordan, you went to school for communications. What are you doing now, finally? (laughs) I know, right? You're communicating. Yeah, finally, I'm using it. I think one of the coolest things that I've seen you learn, Mm -hmm. um, I've watched you learn over these last couple of years, is opening your mind to what you expect your content to be and what your hopes are is that the general first thought doesn't need to be the final product. And I mean this in, okay, well, if I like homeschooling, obviously I need to be a homeschooling blog. 
okay, not necessarily. You mm-hmm. can be more of a general communicator who does speak about homeschooling once in a while or who uses homeschooling as illustrations for yes. other things because it's going to hit home with your audience. And I think that's been a huge crux that we both learned is that you can still include part of your experience because we are such multifaceted beings. You can still include parts of you without making them the headline banner on your website. Yes. And that can really help gain a lot of clarity is realizing that not every little facet of you needs to be the exact one thing your podcast or your life or your ministry or your, you know, Instagram bio are. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can true. be a big umbrella with a lot of things underneath it in a lot of different ways. Yes, this is true. This is true. Like, it's kind of like not, not uh, pigeonholing yourself into one mm-hmm. particular thing. Because I was afraid that I was becoming known as like the homeschool blogger and then people start asking me for resources for Mm. this and this and this and that and while I love to help people you know I don't feel the need to create small solutions for every little academic problem (laughs) I can speak to a lot of those things because of my experience yeah but I have to know myself well enough to have that boundary and go okay I don't get that specific but I know who to recommend you to yes to find more curriculum-based things or whatever. And yes, my family happens to do um, a classical-based curriculum, but I bring in other things all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I am not one particular homeschool mom. My heart is to speak to the general needs of parents who find themselves emotionally mm-hmm. stuck and or spiritually you know, dry or, you know, in a season where they just need to know who they are again in in Christ and be reminded of their worth and everything. So I needed to know where I'm coming from Mm -hmm. so that I know how to serve people better. So keep an open mind to what you're doing, what you're creating, and and the fact that you can pivot. You can, like you're allowed to. <laughs> you're allowed to bring certain things to an end. And in fact, I have a couple of things to share with you about where we're taking this podcast. Um, being that this is the 100th episode, we're going to start doing things a little different now um, because we've learned so much, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. because we've learned to give ourselves permission to not do what we've been yeah, doing for exactly sure. forever. Ever, but to pivot in really healthy ways. So number 10, last one, do it live. Okay. <laughs> My first thought is Facebook Live because yeah. when Facebook Live came out a few years ago, it scared me. Like some people yeah. were super excited to be able to go live anytime and anywhere and let anyone see them, but I was like, oh, oh no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. If this is going to become the new thing, I am not going to be trendy. Sorry, no. <laughs> like, I'll be in my blog if you need me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, but I, I learned, and I've got to find this somewhere. When I find this video, I'll put it in the show notes, but. I recorded myself on my own of me going live, doing it in one take. And I tell you what, I did it so imperfectly, but I did it. (laughs) And that was the first biggest hurdle Mm -hmm. that I needed to overcome. And it had everything to do with, am I going to do it well? What are people going to think? You know, is my hair going to be out of place? Am I not going to be loud enough? Am I going to be, am I going to be stumbling over myself? all the time because you can't take back what you do on live video you know but what you can do what facebook live does allow you to do especially if you have um, hopes of being a speaker someday or a teacher of any sort online or in person doing things live helps you to reveal an authenticity 
that is endearing and connective with your audience. People don't so much appreciate a super polished and super edited piece of content or a person on video in many areas where we just need to build trust. I mean, there's something to be said for, for time and, and, and length and things. And that's why TikTok videos are so um, important now because they allow people to say what they need to say within 60 seconds mm -hmm. because that's unfortunately become our attention span, right? <laughs> so, so God bless you. If you have uh, stuck with us through this episode, I know this is a little bit longer one, but because there's so many important nuggets in this process, if you've stuck with it this long, it means that you, you want to learn these things and you care about this. But doing it live is just such great practice. So do this and you'll get used to speaking in front of live audiences. It builds the confidence and it fights against perfectionism. Learn how to do it imperfectly, guys. Anything that you venture to do, do it imperfectly. So there is my top 10 list of dun, things dun, 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 I've dun. learned after doing 100 episodes of a podcast. <laughs> and what I'm going to offer you at this point are freebies. We all love freebies, right? So I want to give you my own personal I'm going to create a PDF for you with links about the top 10 episodes of the Practical Family Podcast because it's 100. We're at 100 now. I'm going to take the top 10 most listened to, most downloaded, and most of the episodes that I've done that have gotten the most positive feedback or that have impacted my audience. So I'll have that PDF for you with those links specifically. Also, what I'm giving away is another PDF booklet called so you want to start a podcast, which include all of my main points that are included in the full course of Podcasting Made Simple, which I am announcing for the first time right now. But first, I want to let Jordan sing her song about this freebie. <laughs> as soon as I saw her write down this name, I was like, oh, so you want to start a podcast? <laughs> Let's go record today. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a mom, you just got that. So do you want to start a podcast? Because this is your chance. I feel the need to continue this song. Like, I know, right? So also look for that link coming to YouTube near you. <laughs> Jen and Jordan singing a podcasting parody to Do You Want to Build a Snowman? <laughs> so there's that. So you get the top 10 episodes of Practical Family. You get the So You Want to Start a Podcast uh, PDF booklet. <laughs> And then I'm also giving away a free 30-minute coaching call with myself. What? <laughs> with myself. So I want to you... build a snowman if I can talk to you for 30 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to jump on Zoom with me, um, I, I'm giving away that option. It's going to expire um, in the at the end of December, so this is only available in the next couple months. And and I'll include my Calendly link in there where you can make the appointment with me. Mm -hmm. But I'm offering this to anybody who just wants to brainstorm with me about anything that's on your mind about a project you want to start. Maybe it is a podcast. But I also love to talk about homeschool organization, um, family life, blogging, you know, digital marketing, writing. If you find your yourself in that category. I, I coach people on that regularly. And I want to offer a, a, just a free coaching call to you so that you have a chance to, to kind of get that ball rolling. You know, yeah. if you've been thinking about it, start it now. Let, let me massage it with you and then we'll see where it goes from there. I'm also looking at perfect timing coming up through the holidays and then it's going to be January 1st all over again. 2020 is going to be done. 
We can set some new goals for 2021. Let Jen help you with that. Yes. Let me. <laughs> let, let her. <laughs> Trust me from somebody who knows. Okay. <laughs> How, 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 tell me, how have I helped you? How, how have you helped me? She's very good at listening and very good at helping you clarify your thoughts. And if, like we mentioned earlier, that elusive sounding, find your why, sounds very like hippy dippy and you're not sure what that even means, she will help you. She will help you break down. She will listen to what you're saying and understand where you need to go because she's going to be an objective third party. Mm-hmm. And she's going to help you clarify what it is you want to do and yeah. how to get there and why you're doing it. It's what I do. It's what she does. It's, guys, it's literally like what she does. So <laughs> take advantage of this. It's, it's literally awesome. who she is. It's literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So please take advantage of this offer. It will not last forever because, you know, life and stuff. And then you're doing podcasting made simple too, right? Yeah. So, okay. It, I just introduced it. Um, so what you'll get for free is the So You Want to Start a Podcast, which is the truncated version Okay, so it's everything that you kind of need to know up front, but the full podcasting made simple is a group coaching that I am putting into eight weeks and it's live coaching with me. Mm -hmm. It's going to start in January. So sign up for it now. Sign up at least to get on the list so that when I start signups, you'll get that notification because those doors will be open and closed in a pretty tight window there because I can only let so many people into this class because I want it to be small and intimate and I want people to be able to learn from each other without having to fish through like dozens of people at a time on, mm -hmm. on the Zoom screen. So I'm only letting about eight people into the group. <gasps> so it's a seriously, seriously small group opportunity, but I will walk you through the simple steps of content planning, equipment, software, practicing your podcast with a trusted group of other learners, people mm -hmm. who really want to learn this. So if you've been considering doing a, a podcast related to your family or a ministry or anything that you have to teach people or encourage people about, please, this is a great opportunity to work with a podcaster who has been doing the thing for <laughs> a while and I love 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 to hear I, your ideas and where you want to go to help you get it going normally this kind of group coaching course and again it's eight weeks long normally this kind of course and I've priced it against other things out there mm -hmm. it's about six hundred dollars like yeah. five ninety nine is usually what people charge for like group coaching kind of things yeah um, but I'm introducing this for only $2.99. Like it's only going to be $2.99. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. To you. <laughs> but here's the other thing. I'm cutting it down to $2.99. <gasps> but if you sign up before January 1st, you what? only pay $2.10. What? Like I'm cutting another like 80 bucks off of it. Guys, the that's thing. eight weeks of in-person coaching in a small class with Jen for like 200 bucks. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's really nominal. For the time that we'll all be able to spend together mm -hmm. and everything that you're going to get to learn, like I'm dumping all of my experience into this course. Yeah. And, and I've already walked people through this course. Uh, I've tested it out. It's mm -hmm. It's been, oh gosh, it was so fun just to walk someone else through it because all of the aha moments that I think we both realized because it taught me a lot about what beginning podcasters are asking, like yeah. what they feel like they need to know. 
And I've taken that and I've just put it all into this, into this amazing course. Again, it's called Podcasting Made Simple. And that's what I do, guys. I take complex things and I help to make them simple for you to understand. I do the work for you, okay? And that's that right there is worth the price of admission because like if somebody can just do it for me, I will pay them to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I will teach you how to do it simply than you ever thought podcasting could be. So click the link in the show notes and sign up for that. Just get on the email list so that you know when I'm ready to open the doors and jump in and grab your spot because there's only eight spots. Dun, 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 dun. There are only eight spots. Um, so do that today. So I promised you that I would talk about moving forward, okay? As we bring this 100th episode to a close, and it's been super, super special spending time with you, but I want to let you know how the Practical Family Podcast is going to be moving forward. Well, first of all, how you can help the Practical Family yeah. Podcast, <laughs> because we I would not be able to do this without faithful listeners like you. So in case you're wondering, you can be a faithful supporter of a podcast by doing something super simple. First, add it to your playlist. <laughs> add this podcast to your playlist wherever you listen on iTunes or Spotify or whatever device you're using to listen to this podcast. Um, and, and subscribe, basically, is what mm -hmm. you're doing so that you can get notifications for new episodes. And then leave a review. If um, I think usually it's in iTunes where, where they leave most of the reviews. But when yeah. you leave a review and let someone know how you're loving the podcast, it, it allows other people to see yes you know things in that those categories that they might may want to listen to as well so and the second thing you can do to help a podcast is share it on social media there you go just like you know any we have share buttons all over the place on the blog on the the, the podcast links and things like that um just share it on wherever you socialize on yeah. social media and um share the post because i'll often share um, snippets of episodes on posts and things and just mm -hmm. put it on your IG story put it share it with your friends and say this was a good tidbit that I learned from you mm -hmm. know this I like listening to this podcast um, it it impacts my life so share as often as you can do that the other thing that you can do and what I'm starting finally this year is because gosh guys I don't know if you know this and I'll talk to you about this if you join the podcast made simple course you'll find out all the reasons why um, this is an important step. The longer that a communicator exists online, the more followers that you get, the more um, people that you're emailing and connecting with, and the connection is so beautiful, but it costs. It costs money <laughs> to <laughs> maintain all this. And so while this is no longer a hobby for me, it is a true business. Mm -hmm. It's a business. And while the things that I do to maintain all of these special equipment software things, to be able to speak to you even now, um, you know, it takes it takes resources. So what I'm finally opening up for the, my faithful listeners and, and, and watchers, we now have a Patreon page. So if you click the button in the show notes or even on the front page of practicalfamily.org, you'll see the Patreon button to become a supporter. And there are different levels that you can join at. You can, you can start by donating as, as little as $5 a month. Mm. You know, you can just start there. And there are different tiers and you'll get for different things and and uh, I give away special resources to um, to folks on other tiers and so you can check that out but when you support creators podcast creators artists anyone like that you are helping us to support the ministry that keeps bringing the message to people who need to hear it 
So I would love and appreciate your support. If you are willing to jump on and become a Patreon supporter, the link is right there in the show notes. We also have an upcoming series for Christmas, the 2020 Advent series. I am offering my my Christmas devotional. It actually, I, I wrote it last year, but I'm updating it for this year. And it's based on the life of Jesus from the book of Luke. So it's an Advent from for days 1 to 25 in the month of December. So take advantage of this Christmas Advent series. Today I'm going to be offering some special stuff on that. And we'll be doing a podcast series specifically on the Christmas Advent time. So follow that. We have a couple more episodes coming and my my friend Monica Swanson, who wrote the book Boy Mom, is coming on to the podcast. And September McCarthy from the Mom to Mom podcast will also be a guest. So listen up for those episodes and more special series and special guests coming up. Make sure that you jump into the Practical Family Facebook group because I have brought on uh, live video interviews of special guests there. So be looking out for that in the new year. And um, we're just we're just plugging away. We're that's plugging us. away. That's plugging away. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much again for listening. This has been Jennifer Bryant and Jordan Marzon here at the Practical Family Podcast, where we're helping to strengthen moms for real life struggles to help you to embrace your gifts and embrace grace. <laughs>